Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. I want to apologize to you. I've just been talking and had no idea that I was on mute. <laughs> oh, man, I went through my announcements and everything. So uh, forgive me. Uh had no idea I was on mute. And I'm just communicating. My wife came and shared with you. Nobody can hear you. So uh, once again, I want to apologize for that. Uh, so let me start over again. And so um, uh, we just had a uh, powerful meeting and I have a watch night service we came out, Dynamite. Uh, one of the things that we articulated before the uh, new year, that we would take the new into the new. We would determine what the new year would be like. And uh, uh, God did that, God manifest powerfully. Uh, it really was, uh, uh, I can't even describe uh, the presence, the glory, the anointing, the, the demonstration, manifestation of God's power to his people. On... Uh, on uh, uh, watch night service, and so, uh, but Jan- October the seventh uh, was the date that God initiated this move of God, and then the month of November we had a powerful meeting with two powerful men of God that God used to kind of activate uh, or uh, increase the momentum, if you will, increase the momentum of the glory and the presence, the power of God. So this will be a year of the manifestation and the demonstration of the supernatural in your life. So I just want to encourage you to take hold of what the Lord God is going to give you today, and I want you to run with it. And not only run with it, what you get, I want you to give somebody as freely you receive, freely you are to give. And today, uh, uh, set aside for prayer, uh, intercession warfare, and to deal in the areas of the supernatural, teach in the areas of the supernatural, how God wants to do that today. So we want to do that. But we want to welcome all of you all to be on this prayer line the last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of every month that we come together at 5.30 a.m. in the morning, 5.30 a.m. in the morning. That's a good time because the witches and the warlocks begin to uh, come down around about 6 a.m. When I mean come down, they begin to close out their activity around about 6 a.m. They start from 12 noon, I mean 12 uh, uh, midnight and the height of um, all spirituality, satanic as well as as uh, spiritual, is 3 a.m. And you'll find more witches and warlocks uh, doing more prayer and session warfare against the, uh, uh, humanity as well as the church around 3 a.m. That is known in the realm of darkness as the peak of spirituality. And so um, that's why uh, while you sleep, they're busy. When you awake, they're undone, they damage, and the manipulation has already been arranged against you. So, uh, but uh, uh, there's times uh, God help us on different prayer watches. Uh, my wife and I went on that 40-day fast last year, and we did the 3 a.m. prayer watch seven days a week, um, Monday, uh, Sunday through Saturday. 
uh, uh, 40 days uh, consistently, 3 a.m. Uh, church service, well, I don't care what comes, we was 3 a.m. We stayed loyal. We was faithful to the Lord, uh, fasting and praying and battling and warring on the behalf of humanity, on the behalf of God's sons and daughters. Uh, and uh, God really did an awesome thing with us by our obedience to him uh, during that uh, watch, uh, the uh, uh, that 3 a.m. watch. So we got up to something every morning to prepare ourselves. We didn't get up at 3. If God give you something, an assignment at 3, you don't get up at 3. You get way up before 3. You prepare yourself, prepare your heart, your mind, you clean yourself up, and you come into the presence of God. And then you do execute his heart and his mind on the behalf of his people. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is not, uh, when you come on this uh, broadcast, it is not talk. Uh, we live these, these things uh, before the Most High God. We're committed to him. We're dedicated to him. We're here uh, for his people. We're here for the advancement of his people. We're here for the advancement of his kingdom. We're here for the liberation of humanity, which has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, that's our one of our assignments from the Most High God. So we want to invite you, invite your families and friends all over the nation. You got people, family and friends. Uh, we got people uh, uh, in different time zones be with us uh, during this last Monday and Tuesday. So they get up earlier than we. We on the East Coast. We got some people on, on the different uh, um, time zone. So they're way up much earlier than we uh, we're up. So, uh, but they're committed. Uh, to the advancement of the kingdom of God. We don't want to be committed to the lying. We want to be committed to the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have uh, family and friends in different parts of the nation, uh, even in Canada, uh, Europe. Uh, this is about uh, the anointing to break and, and to eradicate and to annihilate satanic and demonic and fleshly manipulation that's been assigned to you, your spouses, your children, your finances, your health, your businesses, your investments, uh, this will be a year uh, of, of, of the Lord showing himself strong on the behalf of his people. This will be a year. This will be a season. Those that really believe God, it's God's getting ready to manifest some extraordinary things in your life. Uh, but let me go ahead and give you this number so I, I get ahead of myself. Uh, this is the, uh, the new number. For those that desire to join us the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this month, We'll be coming together at 5.30 a.m., uh, and that will be, that number is area code 712-432-3900. Area code 712-432-3900. The code is 2873-81 pound, 2873-81 pound. Uh, we do have a playback num uh, recorded number. It is 712-432-3903, 3903 and it is the same code now if you desire to go back and pray along with us some of the prayers we prayed last month you can go to our website ejmpcc.com and go to the prayer uh link if you have a prayer request you also can put that prayer request in there and i usually get it first and uh, we will pray with you get that to our intercessors so we can battle and war uh, for your advancement there's no enemy uh, but one, and that is Satan. Uh, human beings is not your enemy. And so, therefore, uh, uh, we're here because we have an assignment from our Creator, the Father, uh, the Most High God. So those reference numbers, you can go to the website, and you can uh, they have a, should have a date and the day, the day and the date, uh, where you can go and uh, uh, 
and click those reference numbers and then go back and pray along with us. What I love about, uh, excuse me, the wisdom of God, what I love about the wisdom of God is this here, that every time a person go back and pray those prayers, you got all of these people. We have over, over 100 and some people that come join these lines. Uh, last month was over 100 and some uh, people that came together, joined together, and uh, praying together, warring together, battling, together, releasing up a faith. That means you have all those people back in your prayer. Anytime you go back to any of those reference numbers and you pray in that prayer along with us, then you got you got all these people. The Bible said one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand to flight. Can you imagine that you have a hundred and some people whose faith has been released towards that particular prayer that prayed that particular day? And when you join and begin to pray that prayer, all of our faith, the authority, the power that's in us and upon us is joined with the authority and power that's in you and upon you. Devils got to back up, baby. Them devils got to loose their grip and loose their hold because you're not praying by yourself. You got everyone joining forces with you. And that's what I love about the wisdom of God. As we take uh, advantage of the technology that's made available to us at this present time, God will break through on your behalf. All right. Uh, I kind of been, uh, uh, I, I want to uh, do something today. I want to share a principle of what I, I really believe that God is doing. And, and I want to, I want, see, one of the graces that God has given me is to understand uh, the, some of the strategies of, of, um, the works of darkness. That's one of the graces uh, that God has placed upon my life. Uh, I'm, I'm a natural warrior, and when I mean by natural warrior, uh, God has graced me to do warfare. I mean, He wakes me up all times of the night, and I'm gonna give Him an assignment, and I begin to battle and I begin to war. Some of you all will be shocked and surprised how some of you all's lives has been saved, how some accidents that you could have been in, you escaped them but had absolutely no idea. It was a result of somebody on the wall, somebody executing the assignment of God. And what I love about it, what I love about God, is there's people that he'll use you to intercede for that you don't know. They're not personal to you. They don't belong to your church. They're not a business partner. Somebody's totally different. See, you, your commitment is to the Lord. Your commitment is not to the Lord because they're a member of my church. They're a member of the kingdom of God. They're a member of the body of Christ. So I am first a man of God that belongs to God first, belong to my wife second, my children third, ministry fourth, business fifth. See, we have to keep everything in perspective and kingdom order for the power of God to be able to flow in you and for the power of God to be able to flow through you. Satan's ultimate goal is to get me out of alignment. His goal is to get me out of the order of God. And so once I'm out of order, then he understands, greater than the average church member do, that God have no clear channel. He have no channel. The channel has been plugged up. And so therefore, uh, uh, my execution is going to be minimum because... Uh, he don't have access to all of my heart. 
And so, therefore, I pray, I war, I battle a lot of people. I don't see nothing happening. I don't see anything happening. Uh, sometimes it's things that's happening. You're just looking for a manifestation. But uh, 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 it, sometimes the manifestation takes weeks, months, and sometimes a year. Because you've got to understand something. These forces resisting you. They're resisting you. And so, therefore, therefore, once you get a release in your spirit, and this is another thing about spiritual warfare you need to understand, don't focus on what you see with your physical eyes. But once you get a, a peace in your spirit, a release in your spirit, trust me, it is done. Victory has been accomplished. It just has not been made manifest in this realm because all warfare is done uh, from the realm of the spirit, all warfare. That's why God has given you and I a human spirit. The, only the, the number one purpose of your human spirit, the number one purpose and the number one function of your human spirit, ladies and gentlemen, is to contact the, spirit, the realm of God, to con- contact the spirit world. That's the number one purpose. And the number one purpose, uh, number two, I'm going to say number one, number two, I'm going to use one or two. God have access to me and you through our human spirit. We have access to God through our human spirit. God have access to us, our soul, heart, mind, and body, and the earth realm through our human spirit. And we have access to God through our human spirit. Let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy to find grace to help in the time of need. Let's come boldly, boldly before the throne of grace. How can I come before the throne of grace? If I don't have an entity that can transport me or get me there. The Holy Spirit comes and lives in my human spirit. He comes and lives in my human spirit. and But he must not stay in my human spirit. If he stay in my human spirit, then the Holy Spirit becomes powerless. He needs access to my soul, my mind, my heart, my body. Romans 8 says, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall also quicken my mortal body. Shall also quicken my mortal body. So he needs to be able to quicken my body by having access to my body. And so, uh, so we need to understand. So the Holy Spirit lives in my human spirit, but the vehicle of the Holy Spirit is my human spirit. He rides and touches my heart, my soul, my mind my body, through the agency of my human spirit. So the ultimate goal is to get them in alignment, to get my body in alignment to my soul, my soul in alignment to my human spirit, my human spirit in alignment to the Holy Spirit, and now God have access um, to my whole constitution. And so, therefore, I can now experience the victory that Jesus has won for me. And think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Either the scripture is real or the scripture is not real. First Corinthians 15 says, thanks be unto God, which gives us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He didn't say, going to give us the victory. He said, giveth us the victory. Every person that is on this broadcast today, you have victory right now. Now, it's one thing to have a thing. It's another thing to experience the thing. Now, you can get a brand-new phone, it come in the mail, on the box, or go to a store and buy a phone, and, and they put it in a bag, and you bring it home. You have access to a phone. You have a brand-new phone. But if you don't take it out of the box and activate the phone and start using the phone, then you have no experience with the phone. So you have it, but you have no experience. And that is the problem with the church today, ladies and gentlemen. They have God. They have the Holy Spirit. 
uh, they have Jesus living on the inside of them, but very little experience of him. They are satisfied with having him. What good is having a phone? Think about it. What good is having a phone and never use the phone? What good is having anything and never use it? What good is for ladies, uh, uh, for those that cook, I'm not a cooker uh, at all. Um, I wish I was. Uh, but uh, all my mother children uh, learned how to cook. My brothers, except me, because I've played sports basically all my life. So that's one area that I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of deficient in. But I can clean the house probably better than the average female. But nevertheless, what good is for those that cook to have the most expensive cookware set in the world? Beautiful, come in the box, and, and you admiring that thing. But you never used it, then what good is the, uh, the cook set? The same thing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in all every born again believer. Every born again, not every person, every born again believer. Romans 8 also says, For he who has not the Spirit of God in him, he is none of his. For he that does not have the Spirit of God in him, he is none of his. I think that's Romans 8, 9, if I'm not mistaken, or 13. I forgot which one it is. But he's none of his. So, therefore, every person that has received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, the, the Holy Spirit has come into, uh, Jesus has come into your life via the Holy Spirit. Now, it's a different having the Holy Spirit and being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And I, want, uh, uh, I don't know if we're going to go that route. But the manifestation where we are limited, the, uh, the Holy Spirit, is this right here, tongues. Think about it. Those of you that's, that's on the broadcast today and you speak in tongues, I, I want you to see this. See, we need to have balanced teaching, ladies and gentlemen. We need to have balanced teaching. And if I ask you what is the evidence of the Holy Spirit, basically, if not all, that's on this broadcast today will say the evidence of the Holy Spirit, having the baptism of the Holy Spirit, is speaking in tongues. That's what people are going to say. And and now, now, is the Holy Spirit God? Is the Holy Spirit God? Is the Holy Spirit God? Of course he is. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they are one. That, now, so we got God that created the heavens, the earth, the world, and all that dwells therein, living on the inside of me. We got the God the, that created man in his own image, living on the inside of us. We got the God that walked on the water, living on the inside of us. We got the God that opened up blind eyes, living on the inside of us. We have the God that raised the dead, living on the inside of us. Now, I want you to stop and think. I need you to stop and think. That's our problem with a lot of us. We don't think. We don't stop and think. We just go with the flow. If I have this God that is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, sovereign, living on inside of us, but yet I'm displaying so much weakness, failure, mistakes, always sinning. Don't you think something is wrong? If I'm always oppressed, depressed, don't you think something is wrong? And I got this God, and, and you satisfy having this God. That's just like having that cell phone still in the box. Satisfy having it and telling everybody I got a cell phone. Say, call me. Well, I haven't activated it yet. I haven't taken it out of the box yet. And you've been telling people this for five years, five, uh, ten years, 
15 years, 20 years, I have a cell phone, or I'm baptized the Holy Spirit. I have 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 the Holy Spirit. Then they say, well, if you got the Holy Spirit, that's God, right? Yes. Then what's the evidence? Then what you going to do? Start speaking in tongues. Drabako, drebeshe ki andolo da bande. Nelelevisi ki alorabalo da bandrukum debebebi alorabasa. And you satisfied. You satisfied. That's just like saying, I got a cell phone. Then what's the evidence? You just show it to them. You show them the phone and put the phone back in the bag or in your pocket. Never activate it and never call nobody. So you have a phone, but it's not benefiting you. You have the Holy Spirit and you're showing them the tongues. You're showing them the tongues. Now I want to ask you a question. I, you, I deal with this in my prophetic training that I do. We have a prophet uh, school that we have. We did about four trainings uh, last year, first time we did in a, in a, in a few years. Uh, I didn't sense I feel late uh, of a few years, but we uh, begin back up in the swing this year. We did four, um, yeah, about four, four prophetic trainings, powerful trainings. Um, the youngest, I think, this year was, I think, uh, 10, 10 years old. Uh, my daughter was uh, 11. My oldest daughter was 11 when she got activated. Uh, my other two girls uh, went through all of the trainings we did uh, uh, this year. So they have uh, their privilege to be able to do that because they're homeschooled. Now, my older, my middle girl, she just finished school, so she's in college right now. But she had the opportunity to go through all of the trainings. And uh, um, uh, because they are children, so therefore, and they homeschool, so um, God has graced them with favor to be able to uh, be a part of the schools. But flow beautifully, prophetically. And uh, uh, just dynamite. Uh, it's not just about the prophetic, but it's really, I'm going to probably change it from a prophetic training to a supernatural training because it's more than just just dead fluid in the gifts of the Spirit. It's about releasing the Holy Spirit, who is God himself. Now, I was going somewhere with this. In, in this training, I usually uh, ask this question. Uh, now, as a matter of fact, this was the first time we had several Baptists uh, people that came through the training this year, I'm sorry, last year, uh, that didn't speak in tongues uh, prior to the getting there. And, man, did not God use those people. Oh, tremendous, tremendous. Um, how, um, several, uh, used, to always, used to be females, one young man. But, I mean, I, mean I, I'm just, I was just so fascinated to see how uh, somebody that's raised up in it and then how God activated them, and they flow in it, and they're doing excellent. Even now, one one young lady's on fire. I mean, it's not a week go by. She's not texting my wife and, and telling my wife some things that God is doing with her and through her. But nevertheless, but one of the things that I share, I ask the question, uh, is uh, what's the evidence of the Holy Spirit? And the unanimous release, especially those who raised up in full gospel, Pentecostal, um, uh, charismatic-type churches, that will, that's what will be articulated, that is the evidence is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And where we get that from, we get it from the book of Acts, that they went in an upper room and they tarried for the Holy Ghost. Then I ask them a question, what is tarrying? What do the word tarry mean? The word tarry simply means wait. So we may have people on this line here that have tarrying service. That's fine. That's between you, God, and your leadership. But Edu let's get educated concerning it. 
Why did he tell them to go and wait? Where tear means to wait. What do Pentecost mean? Pentecost was number the fulfillment of the Feast of Weeks or the Feast of Harvest. Feast of Weeks and Feast of Harvest, too, is the same thing. These are feast days. And the day of Pentecost, Pentecost means 50th. That means uh, he told them to go up in the upper room. When Jesus rose from the dead, ladies and gentlemen, when he rose from the dead until Pentecost, it was a total of 50 days. Uh, Jesus was seen when he rose from the dead, came back. He was seen in the earth uh, 40 days, 40 days. And so when he went to the Mount Olive, it was 10 days left before he ascended. And when he went to Mount Olive and, and he was caught up and went to heaven, he told him to go into the upper room and tarry. They only had to tarry for, for 10 more days. 10 more days because that would have been the Feast of Weeks or the Feast of Harvest, which was Pentecost, the day of Pentecost. So they went up there and waited. They just didn't wait, but they was, they was uh, worshiping, praying, uh, fasting. Uh, they didn't even know what was going to happen. So on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God came upon them, and uh, all of them began to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance, ladies and gentlemen. So that is why we say and have been taught that the evidence is speaking in tongues. But if we continue in the book of Acts, we've seen where Paul met a group of people and said, have you received the baptism of uh, uh, Christ? No, we have not heard of in the baptism of Jesus. And the Bible said... Uh, 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 a baptism of the Holy Spirit. He said, no, we have never heard of it. And so he laid hands upon them, and they began to prophesy. Some spoken tongues, others began to prophesy. Now, the Bible said the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. And it says words of wisdom, words of knowledge, uh, um, gifts of faith, gifts of healing, workings of miracles, uh, um, discerning of spirits, Tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophets, I think I called them all. Workings of miracles, gifts of healing, I think I called them all. So, uh, he, so he manifested himself, and, and uh, he's one Holy Spirit. He is, he is not nine Holy Spirits, a nine different spirits. It is one Holy Spirit who manifested himself in nine different functions or operations. Words of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, gifts of faith, gifts of healing, workers of miracles, tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy. If you have the Holy Spirit, every born-again believer should be flowing the gifts of the Spirit. Why? Because you're born not of the flesh, but you're born of the Spirit. John 3 says that he that is born of the flesh is flesh, and he is born of the Spirit is Spirit. So everybody on this uh, broadcast today has been born of flesh. You, you, you and I became impregnated huh? Uh, our mothers became impregnated with us uh, from our fathers. So that's born of the flesh. We've got to be born again. So by the mere fact you're saved today, you are born again of the Spirit. But what is the evidence? See, if I'm born again of the Spirit, think about it. If you are a human being, you can see, hear, smell, taste, feel. You talk. You walk. You engage with all other human beings in this realm. That if I'm born again, shouldn't I be engaged with every other spirit that is born again? See, we don't stop and think. And the reason we, we, we don't experience greater spiritual heights and levels and dimension is because, let's be honest, we have not been taught and the people that's leading us have not experienced it. And I'm not putting no picture. I'm talking E.J. McKenzie first and all of us, even though God has graced me to experience a, 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 a level of it because of he's opening up my understanding and I begin to pursue it. 
So everything is by faith. So if I'm born again, so but but here's here is is the problem. Here's the problem. We a lot of us preachers, we preach and teach what we see, what we see in commentaries, dictionaries, but never experienced it. But never experienced it. I'm going to give you an example. I was raised up and I was taught that a Christian cannot have a demon. And I believe that because that's what I was taught. A Christian cannot have a demon. Now, which one is more powerful to be taught that or to experience that? Something. Give me an example. As a, uh, uh, in my younger days, as a traveling preacher, before I married my wife, uh, I was in Jamaica. I used to uh, go to Jamaica a lot in my earlier days. Uh, during January, I'd probably go there for maybe, um, I don't know, several weeks. And then I start coming up the coast of Florida all the way up to New York and then go over to Europe and back from Europe, come back over, go to the West Coast, and then come on back down to Florida. So I can be gone a whole year and never come back here to Florida. But anyway, I was in Jamaica, and my normal way of ministering, I teach, I was more of a teacher then and still is more of a teacher, more of a teach preach now. I don't have a voice for preaching. But uh, uh, I would teach the word of the Lord. And then we would demonstrate the power of God. And then many times God would show me, before I get to the service, the things that he wanted to heal people of or he wanted to set people free from. So I was uh, called up this prayer line, and I began to pray for individuals like I normally do. What do you want God to do for you? What do you need God to do for you? They said, boom, boom, boom. Got to one young lady, and she said, I have a headache. Laid my hands on it, commanded the thing to leave, boom, it left. I kept on praying. Went back again. This young lady came back in line again. She said, the pain left my head, but it went to my shoulder. And um, I commanded the pain to leave again. It left her shoulder. I kept on praying. She came back in line again the third time. I said, didn't I just not pray for uh, just finish praying for you? I said, yeah, but it, it, it left my shoulder. It's to my back now. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, command her to look you in your eyes. I just obey God. I don't know why God tells me stuff. I just do it. And that's another thing. You will never be used by God if you just don't step out and obey what God tells you. If you've got to understand everything God tells you, you cut yourself off. You will not be used by God, period. It's obedience. And a lot of things he tells you to do won't make a better sense. <laughs> I'm telling you. You just have to be bold enough to obey God. But anyway, I said, I command you to, and I said, look me in my eyes. And, and, she was like holding her head down, and I said, I command you to look me in my eyes now. And her head, like it's straightened up like something, and we're holding it straight. It was the command of the Lord. I said, look me in my eyes. She looked me in my eyes. That was the first time in my life I saw eyes in eyes. But when you're under the anointing and other stuff, you, it don't move, you're not moved by none of that stuff. When you're under the anointing, you're, you're a totally different person. Trust me, you are totally different under the anointing. You ain't thinking about nothing. You ain't afraid of nothing. You're under the anointing. And I saw eyes moving in eyes. That's the first time I ever saw that. And I commanded that devil to come out of her. And that devil left instantaneously. And this is the second thing that blew me away. 
This was a dark-skinned young lady. This dark-skinned young lady started turning light skin in front of everybody. It blew me away. Now, that when I, when I left the service, the anointing is off me now. I'm troubled. Because this was a member of the church that I was in, in Jamaica, this young lady. So I'm troubled. And I, I went back and said, God, what is this? How could this be? How could this young lady be a member of the church? She's saved. And she have a demon on the inside of her. And that was the beginning. That was the beginning of my research. When I say research, I'm not talking about studying, finding books. But it was I was on a journey to find out and understand this thing. Because I was taught one thing, but I just encountered another thing. Then what happened was God brought a young man, a young man in uh, uh, our city, had a deliverance ministry, and somebody told me about the young man, or somebody told him about me, but some kind of way we connected. We connected. When we connected, he started talking to me about uh, um, a, a Baptist preacher in the Chicago area that worked deliverance. He's dead now, but his ministry is still functioning. I said, what? I said, yeah. I said, now, do you believe? I told him what my experience was. I said, do you believe Christianity? He said, of course. He said, that's my ministry. If you think about it, it makes sense. Who did Jesus cast devils out of? The children of Israel. It is not meat for me to give the children's bread to dogs. I have come for the lost household of Israel. I'm not here for the Gentile. I'm here for Israel, the covenant keeping, the, the, the covenant people of God. The covenant people of God. He cast that devil. The lady had the, issue, had the spirit of infirmity for 18 years. That wasn't, a, that wasn't a, a Gentile. That was a covenant daughter of Abraham, a covenant daughter of God. The woman issued the blood was a woman of, of, of uh, it was a woman of God, but a covenant daughter of God. The satyrian wasn't a Christian. The woman, the fascination woman who had the daughter that we had was demon possessed. She wasn't a Christian, but her faith touched the heart of God, and the devil was cast out. Now I'm trying to show you something here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to show you something. Help you here. So. I made it out, uh, uh, I think I went on the computer or something, a guy told me about it. They had a deliverance training. So I was on a journey because I was taught one thing. But I'm now I'm encountering experiencing something else. So I said, okay. I had my wife to sign me up for this training. It was in Chicago. I flew to Chicago to a three-day deliverance training because I didn't even know what to expect. Now, I saw, I saw demons come out of people. I saw demons come out of people. But I was educated in this thing. The first time I saw a demon come out of us, I saw a manifestation of demons was with my mentor. We were under a, a tent when I first uh, came here to South Florida. We was under a, a, a tent. He used to do, uh, have a tent meeting. Went to have this tent meeting, and he was ministering one night, and all of a sudden a young lady started manifesting. Never saw that before. When I met my mentor, I was only saved a year. And I wasn't raised up in church. 
in that one year before I met my mentor, I was going to a Seventh-day Adventist church because the, my, the, the young lady that brought me to the Lord, that's the church kind of church she went to. She went to a Seventh-day Adventist church, so I just went to a Seventh-day Adventist church. I'm just following her. She's the one that God used to bring me to Christ. So I start seeing this young lady manifest, and, 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 and God's my witness. This lady was slithering up and down like a snake on that ground under that tent. Now, it had to be a spirit because there's no way in the world you can make your body do what her body was doing. No way in this world. You can make a person's body do that. I mean, it was going up and down, just like a snake, just up and down. I'm talking in the air and then come back down and roll like a roller coaster. I said, my God, what is this? I was saying this to myself. Then I'm looking at my spiritual father and looking at this woman on this ground. What is he going to do? One thing I love about my spiritual father, he's one of the one of the coolest people in the realm of the spirit that I ever met. He didn't panic, he didn't move, he didn't even, he didn't he didn't he didn't allow that. Everybody's panicking. He stayed up on the pulpit, walking back and forth quiet. And he just took his time, stepped down. Where everybody was holding it down, he bent down. And to this day I don't know I didn't imagine what what he said. He just whispered something in the woman's ear, and that girl got set free. Now, uh, I don't know if those of you may have some people in the Orlando area. Under that tent was this young lady's sister. She used to come to the tent meetings when we come to that city. Her name was Emma McDuffie. Some of y'all might know her. She's an evangelist now. She wouldn't say she was a businesswoman. That was her sister that got set free. And I didn't know Emma, she was, she was evangelist, but I had no idea she became a preacher. It was years and years later, some kind of way somebody called her name, and I was somewhere, and we kind of connected. And she told me she got saved as a result of seeing her sister get set free. She was a businesswoman. That was my evangelist, too. But let, let me go back to going to Chicago. When I went to Chicago, they had some day sessions. And then they had a night say they said they're going to do mass deliverance. I never saw mass deliverance. I didn't know what mass deliverance was. So day sessions, that night, it was jam-packed. People literally came from all over the United States and probably some places from other countries because this, this church is famous for deliverance. I didn't know what to expect. I just saw people uh, uh, all around, workers around the head, trash bags in their hands. I didn't know what that was for. And they had uh, paper towers. So the gentleman got up on the pulpit and said, this is what he's going to do. He's going to start calling out spirits. And he said, told the workers, you all get ready. This man did not scream. This man did not holler. This man had a list of paper with names of spirits on it. He got up there, and he began to just calm, just like I'm talking right now. I'm, I'm kind of boisterous. I got a, I'm, kind of, I'm very authoritative in my voice. God made me this way. So I, sometimes I sound loud, and sometimes I don't even hear myself. My wife said, baby, baby, you're talking about And And to me, I'm talking normal. But anyway, anyway, he began to call out these spirits by name, and it blew my mind. 
man, them spirits start call, uh, call, crying out, out of these people. I mean, all over the place they start manifesting. In the back, on the side, in the front. And the workers running here, running here. And them demons were screaming. They were screaming. They didn't want to come out of them bodies, which, which they called their homes. That was my first time seeing mass deliverance. It blew me away. I said, my God, what is this? No screaming, no hollering, put me away. So that had me in search because God just used me. Uh, I went married now. Uh, not, not this time I'm married because I started church this time. The, well, the other one I wasn't married. So now I'm investigating this deliverance thing. I came to the knowledge of it. Now, I'm going to tell you what happened when it first started our church. When I first started teaching on deliverance, we first started the church, and then I started a series on deliverance. Every time I do a series on deliverance, every single time, I always get phone calls. I think I need to be delivered from I'm church members. Because a lot of people is incarcerated, and they're, they're experiencing certain things. They don't know it's a demon. They think it's themselves. They just think, well, you know, that's just, part of, that's just a part of me. Uh, uh, if it's hard for you to stop doing the thing, if it's very, very difficult for you to stop doing the thing, you can take it to the bank. There's demonic influence there. Now, certain things is flesh. There's a distinction between your flesh, your damnic nature, and demonic activity. There is, a, it, there is a distinction, and there is a difference. There is the workings of the flesh. But even with the workings of the flesh, the only way demon spirit have access to a Christian is through their Adamic nature, through the dictates, cravings, and the passions, and the wills of the flesh. That's the only way they have entrance. And let me share this with you. A demon cannot possess your human spirit. They can enter into your body and your soul because the goal is to get your soul. The goal is your soul because your soul is... Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the, really the master of your constitution, your will, your mind. The goal is to get that. If anybody on this line, I'm sure there'll be people on this line uh, on this broadcast today, they have experience in a, a deliverance and seeing deliverance. And usually when demons is manifesting themselves, they attack the conscious state. People lose consciousness. They go in and out of consciousness, in and out of consciousness. Because them demons uh, is, is, is trying to uh, enslave them because the demons understand as the act of the will of the person that's getting deliverance, they got to go. They got to go. If the person that's getting deliverance says, I don't want these spirits in me, they got to go because your will is what makes you and I like God. No other creation, no other creation in this realm have a will. Animals don't have a will. Animals operate by instinct. We operate with a will. That's what makes us like God, and that's why people will go to hell or go to heaven because of the power of choice. People don't go to hell. Just go to, they, 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 they will to go to hell, even if they're manipulated by demon spirits, but they, made, they, they, they will to disobey. They will not to uh, yield to God. So that's why we will be judged, ladies and gentlemen, based, based on the choices that we make. I pray to God that you you have been blessed by this broadcast today, and you're learning something. You're getting educated today. Now, when we started the church, and I started teaching on on, on deliverance, many, many, many calls. 
and uh, the first person that uh, we worked deliverance on was a young man. Uh, the church was young. The church maybe about, uh, I'll say maybe three, two to three months old at this particular time, maybe four and um, uh, months old. And uh, uh, we just had uh, got a building. We was in the midst of renovating it. And um, so I got one of the ministers, uh, which was only one minister at the time, uh, besides myself, I got him to come along with me, set an appointment with the young man. And so uh, when you're working deliverance, the most important thing that you need to learn is you've got to be able to discover the door that was open for the spirit to come in. Just don't cast the devil out. You, you have to ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give you certain questions to ask them. And you're probing by the Spirit of God. And once you find the door that was open, now you can you can uh, uh, close that door, cast the devil, and, and make sure that door is closed. So I was probing the young man by the Spirit of God. And uh, and when uh, I discovered the door, I started commanding the spirits to come out. The spirits started manifesting. They started manifesting. Now understand this about deliverance as well. Spirits will tell you part truth. To get you to stop working deliverance. Now what happened was. I was casting the spirit out of this young man. And as I casting the spirit out of this young man. The spirit stopped manifesting. Start talking through him and said. Aha. That's why. He stole money. Out of the offering. Now he was one of the ushers. In other words. What he, was, he would do. The spirit would manipulate him to do. Uh, those that didn't put money in the uh, offering envelope, they put loose money in there. So he would take the loose money and, and put it in hand, put it in his pocket. Nobody recognized it. Nobody saw it. Now, why do you think that spirit told on him? And this is where the wisdom of God comes for you all that God is speaking to today that he want to raise you up and start casting out devils. Why do you think that spirit told on him? Only one reason. He told the truth. That demon told the truth. And what was the truth that that demon told? That he stole money. For what reason? To get me angry. To get me upset. Because that spirit know if I got angry, then the Holy Spirit is blocked. I blocked the Holy Spirit from casting that devil out. Of that man. I block those. My anger blocks him. My anger stops the Holy Spirit. Cut him off. Because I got in my flesh. I allowed the spirit. That demon. Not in loud. But that demon that told the truth through him. Wanted me to get upset and angry with the young man. When you're doing deliverance. You've got to understand. This is not about flesh and blood. It's about spirit to spirit. It's spirit to spirit. I said, you lying devil, he didn't steal anything. you the one that stole money out, out, out of the offering. Come out of it. And they begin to scream. Ah! Ah! Then watch this here. Then he fell on the floor and started speaking in one of the most beautiful tongues I ever heard. I said, wow. Told the preacher. I said, listen to that in tongues. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, that's not me. He said, that's not me. And right there, the majority of people would have got manipulated and tricked. I said, he's free. Listen to them tongues. 
I said, you lying devil, come out of it. And he began to, as demon start screaming again. Ah! Boy, you just, you just finished speaking in tongues, and now you're screaming. To make a long story short, we end up casting and casting it out. And always understand this about deliverance as well. There's always a strong man. If there's a strong man, there's many other demons. It's just like uh, uh, a queen ant. A queen ant is protected by all of the other ants. If you can kill the queen ants, all the rest of the ants die. And what happened in deliverance many times is this right here. The strong man will send the other demons out. When you cast them out, he will send them out. And he will play possum like all demons out. Because if he stay in there, all the other demons can go. If the strong man stays once that person leaves there and says, I'm free, he summons the rest of the demons back in, and they're going to bring more wicked, we, even though that's not what the Scripture says, that when all of them are driven out, he looks for a house, can't find them, come back. But even if the strong man, if the strong man is not out, it will always summon these other demons to be able to come back in that person, and they're going to bring more in to guard and to protect the strong man. Now, once again, how do you know when a Christian may have a demonic force or you on this line may be manipulated because it's very difficult for you to forgive people? You try, you try, you try, and you just cannot. That means your will is being dominated and controlled and influenced. But you think it's you because you cannot see the spirit. What is an evil spirit? An evil spirit it's nothing but an in, in, embodied personality, a personality that don't have a body. And when they come into a person, they manifest their personality. They call them evil spirits, wicked spirits. So you may be dominated by perversion. You may be dominated. You just can't stop. Pornography. You just cannot stop uh, uh, lust. You can't stop. You. It's, it's, it's like you want to, but you just can't. You can take that to the bank. That is a personality manifesting itself. And think about it. Once you watch the pornography, or you read a magazine, or you masturbate, or whatever the case may be, think about it. Once you do it, you feel you don't feel nothing no more, do you? Why? You just satisfied that spirit. But you don't understand how it works. It's just like when you're hungry. If you eat, you just satisfy the hunger. So you ain't hungry no more. It's just, that's how demonic forces operate, ladies and gentlemen. If it's a lying spirit, you're not satisfied until you lie. You, I mean, once you lie, you, you, you're okay. You feel normal. You just fed and satisfied that spirit. Are you getting this? Are you getting this? If it's backbiting, if it's gossip, if it's rebellion, you just have a problem submitting to authority. All of this is demonic forces, uh, a demon of rebellion or a demon of perversion. It could be a demon of poverty. 
a lot of generational curses is nothing but spirits that pass down from generation to generation, and it manifests itself in your granddaddy, your grand, uh, your daddy, and your great-granddaddy, and now it hit you the same thing they experience. You experience it's alcoholism, whatever the case may be. A door was open, and you want to know usually when demonic forces usually come into a, a Christian or a, a, a human being is used in the infant stage. Many times it's when the mother carrying that baby. I don't care if you're born again. I don't care if you're born again. See, if you're carrying that baby, that baby is vulnerable and subject to everything that you experience. And so, therefore, if you constantly get in fights with your boyfriend or your husband while you're impregnated, don't you understand that that baby is connected to you? Not only naturally so through the biblical cord, so to receive his nourishment, it's connected to you. And biblical cord just only connect that baby to you uh, uh, physically for uh, nourishment, but for everything. Everything. And them demons will pass right through the biblical cord, right into that child. They don't need to pass through it because their spirits, spirits is not limited to anything natural. And you'll never see anything happen until something happens and triggers that at a young age, and then that child starts going off. And you don't understand. Just angry. Temper changes. And we think that stuff is normal. Well, those are kids. That's normal. I, I never experienced that with my children. I never experienced that with my children. That temper tantrum stuff. Is they do that because you allow that. And I take a photo of them spirits. I bind them devils. Now here, you and an operator here in this child. This child belongs to the most high God. But we are so carnal-minded, we are so natural-minded, we don't see the spiritual warfare that's even going on with our children, even when they're very young. We used to take our children, we used to go out, go out to, to restaurants, and I'm talking about three, four, five years old, around that age, and people come by, man, I never saw some, some kids so mannerly. Wow! We used to get praised all the time, but it was because of the grace of God. It was because of spiritual warfare. Dealing with them in the natural, but dealing with the spirit that we try to manipulate. No, you cannot have my children. These children belong to the Most High God. And that's why every parent needs to understand the premise of authority, understand the fundamentals of authority. You will never be able to do spiritual warfare on yourself. And if you're a male gender and married, you will never be able to cover your wife properly nor your children properly because you're dealing with things in the natural. Even though you end up preaching the scripture but living something else because you don't understand it. You don't understand the manipulation of the powers of darkness come to try to destroy you, your wife, and your children through our ignorance. Now, my prayer to God that you 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 really getting something here. Now, this is a season that God is getting ready to do some awesome, powerful things. Awesome, powerful things. He's going to manifest himself that's going to blow your mind. Now, I'm going to tell you what God spoke to me in our Bible study on Wednesday. I'm teaching on the anatomy of man, the constitution of man, spirit, soul, and body. And all of those, uh, you need to start investing in yourself. That's another thing that bothers me about us Christians. We are so stingy and so carnal. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. We invest in everything else but our own soul. You know, our own soul. I mean, do you have a library? If I come to your house right now, can I see a library? 
Can I see that you have a library of CDs, a library of uh, cassette tapes, um, if you still use cassette tapes, or, or, or DVDs? Uh, do you have study Bibles? Do you have uh, any study software? You need to invest in yourself. If you're really spiritual, you will put more, you will put more money in spiritual things than you would natural things if you're spiritual. If you're spiritual. But we're doing a series on the anatomy, man. I was getting ready to start, uh, uh, attempt to start a part two or three on the anatomy, man. I'm dealing with the mind now, the battleground, uh, uh, the battleground of the mind. The anatomy, man, the battleground of the mind. That's where all warfare starts in the mind. Getting ready to share that, and then all of a sudden, God shifted. And that's how it works with me. And God started talking to me and sharing with me. Sharing through me to the people about what he's getting ready to do, but yet how many is incarcerated by demonic forces? It's totally shifted. Pornography, perversion, and those were the things that God began to begin to talk about. I said the devil would love for you you to get the blessings of God and not be free from certain areas because he's going to come and steal it from you because he have a right. Because you have not dealt with that, that thing a lot, the Holy Spirit, to deal with that thing in your life. All of us has been manipulated by the devil. You don't have to stay manipulated. All of us have been tricked by the devil. We don't have to stay tricked. All of us has been deceived by the devil in some kind of capacity area. We don't have to stay tricked or deceived. Once you recognize it, deal with that thing. I do warfare on me all the time, all the time. And there's times I even take myself through deliverance, self-deliverance, at least once, twice a year. Take myself through. Then, as God began to speak, I mean, he totally shifted. It was all prophetic, all prophetic that night. And immediately, I started getting phone calls. People calling. It never fails. Every time I teach on it, and I wouldn't plan on teaching on that. I plan on teaching on the anatomy of man. So I get phone calls. What, what I love about it, God's going to help those people because they didn't let their pride hide. Satan's greatest weapon is darkness to cause you to hide. Hide. When you hide, you're protecting Satan, but you don't even know you protect, realize you're protecting Satan. That's why the Bible says, confess your faults one to another that you might be healed. It's bringing it to light. Confession is bringing, bringing that thing to light. And never be embarrassed. Never be embarrassed and ashamed. Because the person that God is going to use to help set you free, they have sinned too. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It's not sinning, someone who has sinned, but living in sin, practicing it. That's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Then we begin to share... Uh, concerning, uh, 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 I, was, I was watching something, uh, 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 a clip of, of somebody told me about this, uh, this, this this prophet. I was watching this clip where this young man was getting delivered. Now, I want everybody to hear me good. I have children. And I don't have children, some of you all on, on, on this broadcast today. And I, I know I'm over my hour here. As I finish this, I'm going to get ready to pray for some people that desire prayer, don't, have, don't desire prayer, then we'll, we'll close the broadcast today. And this guy, uh, the deliverance was taking place, and this young man, he had to be about, look like 18, 19, or early 20s. 
And uh, hence, later on, he started manifesting. And when he started manifesting, then the preacher began to ask him, how, how many spirits is in you? He said, and, it's, and the devil started talking. It's many of us. Where do you get your power from? I get my power from the water. A lot of you don't, uh, don't know. <laughs> a lot of the areas of perversion really come from water spirits. I know you don't, and a lot of you have no clue what I'm talking about. There's seven occult kingdoms that Satan uh, uh, occupy. It's not Satan, but his, his uh, kings over the kingdoms. These are invisible kingdoms. These kingdoms is massive. They are, they, are, they are 10, 15, 20 times bigger than the earth, but they are in the spirit realm. And you ever heard people say, Satan, I send you back to hell where you belong? When people talk like that, it reveals their ignorance, and Satan knows they're ignorant. Your speech reveals what your ignorance. Satan don't live in hell. Satan is not in hell. Satan lives in a spiritual kingdom in the second heavens. God has a spiritual kingdom which is in the first heaven. Uh, the third heaven is the sky that uh, above us. So there is a kingdom above the sky that you and I can see with our physical eyes, but beyond the sky is another, is a, is a second heaven, and the third heaven is where God dwells. Remember Satan, trying, he always emulate God. He, 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 he want to be God. He should exalt himself above the stars of God. He's going to be just like the most high God, Isaiah 14. So, so there's a spiritual kingdom. And, and Jesus is out of pattern. Nowhere in the scripture you ever seen Jesus cast out a devil, a demon, say, go to hell. It's not in the Bible. So we see a lot of stupid stuff because of our ignorance. We hear other people say something, and we just say what they say. The Bible is out of a pattern, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus is out of a pattern. So you can't cast a devil, a uh, demon, out and tell the demon to go to hell. You can't tell him to go to hell. You can tell him to leave a regent, but you cannot tell him to go to hell. When the man the, had the legion of demons, and them demons said, don't, don't, don't send us out of this region. Let us go into the swine. Jesus was even merciful on the demons. He let them go into the swine. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, are, are you getting something from this? Are you getting something? Satan would love you to receive the manifestation of the blessings of God as long as there's elements of him still lurking there. Because he knows if, if God bless you and you still operating in this stuff, he's going to still kill and destroy he have a right to the stuff that God gives you. You know why? Because you gave him right. You refuse to get set free. But this is a day of freedom. This is a day of liberty. This is a day that God want to set you free. This is a day that God want to set your marriage free, your spouse free, your children free. And not only that, I want to maybe come back on another time. Maybe I do this on tomorrow, I'm so Monday, and begin to share with you deliverance, how to work deliverance on yourself. You don't always need somebody to lay hands on you. The only reason that God will allow somebody, want somebody to lay hands on you is because you're full of pride. You're full of pride. You care more about your image than being set free. You care more about how somebody look at you than being set free. And when I look at the people that made this phone call to me, it's, it, 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 
Let me see if any of them leaders. I don't think any of them is leaders. But I guarantee you I got leaders that's under the influence. Guarantee it. But they want to look good. They want to impress me. They want to look good. They have already failed. Because it ain't about no human being. Ain't no man. This is about Jesus. Our relationship with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, ladies and gentlemen. Son of the living God. But we get ready to experience victory. This is why I believe God is speaking to you. Because this is a season of victory for you. Whatever you've been struggling with for years, this is a season of victory for you. If it's been masturbation, perverse, this is your season of victory. God is getting ready to allow you to be set free from these forces of darkness. He's getting ready to allow you... To walk in the victory. If it's poverty that you've been struggling with, you just can't break through, and, you, and, and he's going to allow you to experience a level of major victory that you have not experienced in a long time. If you've been incarcerated by the spirit of infirmity, he's getting ready to manifest himself over them devils, I'm telling you now. This is your season of liberty, baby. And it's not because you're so righteous and so holy, because it's just your season. None of us deserve anything but death, hell, and the grave. But this is our season. And a lot of us that have stood and have not quit on God, he's getting ready to pay you back. When he's not getting ready, it's already stopped manifesting. Payday is now. Payday is now. Now, I know I only went over hours. There's anyone on this line, uh, on, uh, on the chat, got quite a few folks that's on chat. I need you to go ahead and type out what you need God to do for you today. Those of you online, just press the number one button. Uh, and I, you know me, I'm, I don't, I'm not long on here with this kind of stuff. When God give uh, 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 me something to give you, uh, if there's no response, I move on. I tell people all the time, God don't need to be healed. God don't need to be delivered. So he's extending his love towards you. And so, therefore, you don't want to respond. You don't want, that's between you and God. If you don't want to take advantage of what the Lord have for you and what the Lord want to do for you. I'm looking over the chat right now and seeing if anybody did anything yet because I see nobody has opened up the line that need prayer in the area that you see that you've been incarcerated by the enemy in some areas of your life. And uh, it may be uh, a spirit of you've been incarcerated. Uh, you always uh, in an argument. You, 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 I mean, every time you turn around, uh, just a regular conversation turn into an argument. Uh, it may be perversion. It may be, I don't know what it is, you just can't keep no money. Maybe because you ain't paying your tithes. It's going to be like holes in your pocket, the scripture says. So you got to be in line with the word, ladies and gentlemen. It's not magic. It's not magic. Sometimes we open up the door for these demonic forces to attack us by violating our relationship with the Lord. When you and I refuse um, to stand on the unadulterated, infallible word, nothing could happen. Nothing could happen. Nothing can happen. Well, seems like we have nobody that is our prayer today. Well, I'm going to pray a general prayer. I cannot pray a specific prayer, uh, but I'll pray a general prayer. Well, seems like we do have someone that just uh, clicked in and uh, that is our prayer. Yes, yes from from masturbation and uh, fornication. Masturbation, fornication. And God's going to grace you. Because uh, I'm going to tell you why God's going to grace you. And I'm not going to ask for your name because this ain't nobody's business. Uh, 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 God know your name. 
And by the mere fact you call, God's going to set you free from that devil. Today is a day of victory for you. Today is a day of the manifestation of the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ over these forces. And I, I want to encourage everyone um, that is on the broadcast uh, to get our watch night message. It's going to bless you. Men, it's going to bless you. It's going to bless you. Because even some of these things here, God promised that he's going to contend with those that contend with you. See, it, you, you and I are not contending with spirits. I'm saying with people, we're contending with spirits. Uh, the young lady just said masturbation, fornication. That is a spirit that's fighting her. See, all of us got to get real. There's a spirit that's fighting her. This is not her. She is not a fornicator. She is not a masturbator. But she has submitted to that spirit that causes her to gratify herself. So, therefore, God is getting ready to execute vengeance against that spirit and set his daughter free. This is his daughter, and God loves her. And God is getting ready to contend, the description in the book of Isaiah 49, contend against those that contend against you. Father, right now, we just lift up this young lady before you, Lord God. We deliver her into your hands. And no one is able to snatch her out of your hands, for you are greater than all. And, Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we release the fire, even the fire of the Holy Spirit of the Most High God, upon the spirit of fornication, Lord God, and masturbation, even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We drive you out by the finger of God. We break that right now your grip of her heart, her mind, her will, now, in Jesus' mighty name. And, Father, we thank and we praise you for Jesus standing up on the inside of the woman of God and manifesting himself as her victor, her conqueror, Lord God, even now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, we want to thank and we praise you for the crucifixion of her flesh in Jesus' name. We give you glory, we give you honor, and give you praise for the spirit of the living God ministering life to her, ministering, oh God, victory to her, even now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for peace in her heart and peace in her mind and peace in her soul even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for the increase of the momentum of the love of God being shed upon her heart by the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the extension of your loving kindness and your tender mercy towards her. Command every force of darkness been assigned to her to turn on each other now in the name of Jesus. We release right now civil war in the kingdom, uh, kingdom of the enemy that's been assigned to this woman. And raise her up, O oh God, to be a blessing to other young ladies. Raise her up, O oh God, to be able to set others free, even as you're liberating her. We speak it, decree, and we declare it to be so. And we seal this woman of God by the atoning blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Father, it is done, and it is settled, and it is sealed, even now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. God bless you. Okay, I can see we got quite a few people now that's in, in the chat. Uh, I'm going to get a few people in the chat um, before I go back to the, uh, um, the um, line here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me read it. Uh, I see we got some other people on the phone, but let me get the people in the chat, a few people in the chat now, if you will, uh, to give me the strength to press forward. Now, this now, we're not praying for strength. We're talking about uh, forces that is manipulating you, forces that are trying to block you and stop you. Uh, 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 we, can, we can always pray for strength, but we want to deal with them forces that's been lying to us, manipulating us, 
and holding us uh, in bondage in some kind of area of our lives, even if it's fear or whatever the case may be. I see another individual, let me see here, uh, planning for the past three days to take myself through self-deliverance, just need the Lord. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't understand what, what it is, I mean, what you need prayer for. Uh, uh, what do you need mean to believe God and stand with you in? So you got to be clear, be specific. You don't have to type out a whole lot of stuff. Just say, uh, I need deliverance in this area, or I need help in this particular area. You name the area. We stand with you today, uh, and God's going to break the thing that has been had you incarcerated. So I need you to to be more plain and clear. And I, like I said, I did I see it. But you're not asking for anything specific. Now, the young lady was on the line. She specifically said uh, uh, masturbation, fornication. That's specific. See, God can help her because she was specific in, but saying, I need strength in this. You, you ain't saying nothing. That's, that's uh, too general. But God operates that way. So I'm going to go to the line over here, back to the line. Uh, uh, you on, you on the air. What you need uh, the Lord to do for you? Uh, good afternoon to uh, battlefield in my mindset, my thoughts, to make sure that they continually uh, line up with the word of God and that I am not moved by what I see, but only according to what God says and his word, uh, just uh, along with my thoughts, keeping my thoughts lined up. Okay, so specifically you're asking for prayer concerning your thought life? Yes, sir. When it comes through the when it comes through my husband, the attacks come through my husband. I want to be able to stay focused. That's good. Stay focused on the thoughts on on, on what God says in His Word. Very good. And, and let me share something with you. that's that's excellent. And, and let me share a principle to you all. Now, as I get ready to pray for her, if you are in the same area, just like I just prayed for this young lady with masturbation fornication, if you mention and claim that when I pray. Claim it for yourself. Lay hold on for yourself. So that's mine. When I begin to battle and war and break the powers of darkness, you, you, you receive that for yourself. Now, give an example. This young lady here. Every marriage struggle go through that right there, what she just said. When we look at our spouses and not, we're not conscious of God, we're conscious of the spouse. And that's how the enemy <clears throat> get wives and get husbands. The husband is looking at the wife how she's conducting herself, how she's saying what she's saying. She's rolling her eyes. She's doing twisting her head. So he gets upset and angry, and now he wants to do something physically. And the same thing with the wife. What happens is we're more conscious of our spouse than we are God. I can identify with that young lady. I've been there myself. So I'm going to lift And anybody else that's challenged in this particular area. Um, as I begin to battle and break this thing in war with her, then you claim that to any other person that's married on the line. You've experienced what she's been experiencing. She want to walk into victory. And by the matter of fact, she's asking for help. God hear it, and God's getting ready to answer. He's going to give her the grace, ladies and gentlemen. Father, right now, I just lift up your servant before you. And, Lord, you know how the enemy has come in the midst of every marriage where God and has um, come to, to destroy. He's come to manipulate. And, Lord God, I pray right now 
Not only for this one, O God, for all of those, O God, that is on this broadcast and those that will join later on, Lord God, that have been challenged in marriage and we are more focused on what we see, hear, smell, taste, and feel that come from our spouses. That we that means we have been incarcerated, O God, to this realm, to the natural, to the flesh, to carnality, and not spirituality. And I pray right now for divine intervention, even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak, decree, and declare. Divine liberation, O oh God, in our thoughts, in our imaginations, in our emotions and affection, even now in the name of Jesus. I call them redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I call the conscious state redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. The subconscious state redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. The emotional affection redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So therefore, in the name of Lord Jesus, we cancel all satanic and demonic manipulation of God to that will cause us um, to come down from the ascended place, O God, um, and to live in this realm, to be moved by this realm. We say not so now in Jesus' name. You will grant us repentance today, Lord God, um, for yielding into the natural, for yielding, O God, to the carnality, for yielding to this realm in Jesus' name. Grant us repentance in Jesus' name. Grant us to turn. Grant our hearts to turn. Grant our minds to turn. Even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Um, and Lord God, gracious us to be conscious of you, Father, conscious of the Lord Jesus, uh, conscious of the Holy Spirit, uh, and conscious of the word of the living God. Uh, let your word govern our thoughts. Uh, let all of our thoughts be induced by the Spirit of the living God. Uh, let our imagination be created uh, by the Spirit of the living God. Uh, grace us, Lord God, to sing. Jesus and our spouses um, and grace us to respond to the word of the Lord um, towards our spouses um, even now in the name of Jesus um, and now Lord God because this woman of God is called in today um, Lord God I pray right now in the name of the Lord Jesus um, Lord God for total deliverance in her marriage um, total restoration in her marriage um, total reconciliation in her marriage um, I speak right now divine harmony in her marriage in the name of the Lord Jesus um, I speak unity of the spirit of the bond of peace and in her marriage, in Jesus' name, I pray for the rekindling, O oh God, of the love of God, the rekindling of romance in her marriage, in Jesus' mighty name. Grace her to experience a love and a measure, O oh God, an intimacy that she had never experienced before with her spouse and her spouse with her, in Jesus' name. And I seal it now by the atoning blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. It is done and it is settled, and it is sealed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah to the Most High God. Amen. We got another uh, caller in. Yes, what you need the Lord to do for you today. This is the uh, 76 number, 587. What do you need the Lord to do? I'm trying to fear of men sometimes. Um, so I need the Lord to, uh, to um, actually uh, set me free from that spirit of um, fear. Spirit of fear. Yes, sir. The spirit of fear. So those of you that's on today, if you challenge with any manner of fear, today is your day of victory over the spirit of fear. And let me share something with everyone on the line about the spirit of fear as well. And about anything, if you're not in divine alignment with the authorities that God has placed in your life, nothing can happen. Nothing can work. That's why the Bible talks about children being disobedient to their parents, about obey your parents that you may live long on earth. Your parents is your authority. So your submission to your authority, and the Bible says don't submit to your parents because they're they nice. 
and they're perfect. No parent is perfect. You submit to them because the word of God says it. And your longevity uh, of life uh, is contingent upon that. So therefore, uh, the spirit of fear can come in to cause you to be fearful of your authority, fearful of your parents. We see this with a lot of children. They're afraid of their parents. And I'm going to tell you why they're afraid of their parents, because sin is in operation somewhere. Somewhere, sin is there. That's how it worked. When Adam was afraid of God, never was afraid of God. I was afraid and I hid myself. I was afraid and hid myself. So many times it's nothing deep. We have to examine ourselves because sometimes there's a spirit of rebellion. We want to do what we want to do, and we're afraid of the authority. And so we resist the authority that God has placed in our lives, but we want to do what we want to do. And, and, the, and the spirit of fear come and lie to you and say, I'm afraid of man, when it's really not you're afraid of man, but you are dominated by the spirit of fear that calls you to be fearful of your authority instead of loving your authority and submitting to your authority because you trust God. Not the man, not the woman. It's God that I trust because God gave me these parents. God gave me this boss on my job. God gave me this pastor, whatever the case may be. So it could be a manipulation. And I can see this, and now this particular person is called in. I heard your voice. I know your voice, and that's what it is with you, sir. That's what it is with you. Until you line up and begin to follow the instructions, follow instructions explicitly, and this is what happens to a lot of people. And people say, the Holy Spirit told you something, and then when the authority told you, Holy Spirit don't come. It's not contradictable, especially if you're not in a place that you really know the voice of God. And I see a lot of that stuff. In the name of God, these people say that because they want to do what they want to do. But until you line up, sir, and you begin to follow instruction explicitly, then that's when you're going to begin to see a move of God. You'll never have to worry about the spirit of fear, fear of man and nobody else, because you really have a true relationship with God. And God uses people to bring us into that relationship. But we're going to take authority. Everybody that's challenged with the spirit of fear, fear of man, fear of authority, fear of the devil, fear of demons, uh, any kind of other phobias. We're going to break it. Let's break it. Let's break it. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we lift up this young man before you. We call down the judgment of God upon the spirit of fear that come to paralyze, O oh God, your, the progress of your sons and your daughters. We say not so in Jesus' name. We speak the cardiomacomonious creation in your midst by the blood of the cross. We call you paralyzed, neutralized, and we put you to death now, you foul spirit of fear. We, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we drive you out of the spirit, the soul, the heart, the mind, the body. We drive you out of the relationships. We drive you out of the homes. We drive you out of every area and facet of the life of your sons and your daughters, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we pray today that you will stand up in their spirit, in their soul, in their bodies, and manifest yourself, Lord Jesus, as their boldness and as their courage this day in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray right now, Father. That the Holy Spirit will become a greater reality unto your sons and daughters even this day in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the Holy Spirit, we thank you for making Jesus more real to those that's on this broadcast. And the Lord Jesus making the Father more real to those that's on this broadcast. We pray right now for a divine encounter with the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, even as it was Saul with Saul. On the road of Damascus, O oh God, his life will forever change as a result of his encounter. And we thank and we praise you, Lord God Almighty, 
for the encounter of this young man, for the encounter of every man, woman, boy, and girl on this line today on this broadcast today in Jesus' name. And we thank and we praise and we worship you, O God, for you've been Lord, you've been master, you've been king over their spirit, soul, and body. We speak it, decree, and we declare it to be so, and we seal them now by the blood of the Lamb. It's done, settled, and sealed in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus, for you being glorified, magnified, exalted, and extolled in Jesus' mighty name. Let me share another thing happened, ladies and gentlemen, when we encounter the Lord. When we truly encounter the Lord, there's going to be a greater level of humility there. We, we will walk in a level of measure of humility uh, that we have never experienced before once you encounter him. It's not just about being set free of something, but it's about being filled of something else. When I'm set free of one thing, then Holy Spirit, fill me with yourself. Fill the area that the enemy once, once occupied. That's how, that's how you do it. Fill me with the area that the enemy once occupied in my life. And that's what will begin to happen, ladies and gentlemen. He'll begin to do that. He'll begin to fill you. Okay, now I see here uh, on chat here, just need the Lord's. Lord, to give me the strength to uh, press forward, I can sense uh, perversion. And, and let me share this in a, uh, another thing with you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't misunderstand the devil. When you get set free from something, that don't mean the devil is not going to come back and attack you. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. That devil is angry. He's upset, but he can't stop you. He can't stop you. Now, even though you, you may be sensing the spirit of perversion, the person that's on chat right now, you are sensing the spirit of perversion, I, I, I want you to just say these words with me, if you will. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I have no part with you, and you have no part with me. Say, so I am crucified by the blood of the cross to the spirit of perversion. And perversion is crucified to me. You have no part with me, and I have no part with you. I renounce you. I denounce you in the name of Jesus. And I say, Holy Spirit, fill me with your fullness. Fill me with the victory of Jesus. I guarantee you that thing is broken. See, that's my passion is to see you work deliverance on yourself. And that devil going to recognize you. He's going to recognize you as an authority. I already got another person that need prayer, 786-338. You need prayer. Um, yes, challenged with a spirit of selfishness and lack of discipline. Selfishness and lack of discipline. <laughs> okay, we will pray for you, but that is really not. Uh, a spirit. That's a that's that's a lack of discipline and a lack of focus. So I'm going to pray that God will help you to focus. I'm praying that God will help you to focus that you will be able to walk in the victory or, or be led by the Spirit of God. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That you'll be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you uh, and, and 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 grace you to be more of have more of a servant spirit. See selfishness. Is 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 uh, is the greatest enemy, because selfishness is what I want. Jesus said, "If any man gonna come after me, the first thing he has to do is deny himself, 
deny himself. So that's the act of one's will, to deny himself, take up his cross, then he can follow me. And the way that's going to happen, I'm going to pray that God will give you a tremendous spirit of the servant, a tremendous spirit of the servant. Now think about it, ladies and gentlemen. This is how, this is how everybody, gets set, everybody is set free. It's through a servant spirit. Now, if you have a servant spirit, that means you only live for your master. You only live for someone else. Now, now the way you serve Jesus is by serving your wife, serving your husband, serving your children, and the children serving their parents, serving their teachers, uh, 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 serving even serving, especially serving one another. Children can be so separate; they don't want to serve one another. They might they might even break through to start serving their parents. But what about serving your own siblings? That is when you're going to really know that you have broken through, when you can forget about yourself and you can think about, uh, think about the need of uh, the person that God has brought you into relationship with. So I'm going, to, I'm going to do that. Father, right now in the name of the Lord Jesus, we lift this young lady up before you. We deliver her into your hands. She desired, Lord God, to have a servant spirit, and she desired to be set free from selfishness. And we pray for divine intervention even now in Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit, grace her mind and her will to be set free from herself. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we forbid the functions and operation of selfishness, self-centeredness, self-righteousness, self-reliance, self-exaltation, self-pity, self-protection. In the name of the Lord Jesus, grace this young lady to trust you, Father, to deliver her spirit, to deliver her soul, to deliver her body into your hands, and trust you with her life, and trust you with herself. In Jesus' mighty name, we forbid the functions and the operation of revenge and avenging yourself in Jesus' name, not so in the name of the Lord Jesus, but we release the continuous convicting power of the Holy Spirit, convicting of sin, righteousness, and judgment. We pray for the increase thereof. We pray for the increase thereof. We pray for the increase of the yielding to the convicting power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, grace this young lady to be Holy Spirit led, to be Holy Spirit governed, to be Holy Spirit controlled, to be Holy Spirit influenced, to be Holy Spirit persuaded. Even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we speak it, decree, and declare to be so, and we seal her by the atoning blood of Christ. Now take what the enemy has meant for your sons and daughters today. Father, turn this thing around for good, for your glory, your honor, and your praise. Even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we call it done, and we call it settled, and we seal it now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, hallelujah to the most high God. Today is your day. Today is your day. Well, we're going to give you about uh, five more, ten more seconds for anyone else uh, before uh, we, uh, okay, we just got one more. Uh, before we uh, depart from this line, take advantage, ladies and gentlemen. Take advantage of what the Lord uh, wants to do. No, that, no, we don't have another person just dropped off. We don't have a, but take advantage of the grace and the anointing to liberate, to emancipate, to vindicate. God wants to manifest his victory in your life. The devil's greatest weapon is to blind you and I, to blind us from our greatness, to blind us from the awesomeness that God has created us in, his image and his likeness. For whom the Son is set free, they are free indeed. He don't want you and I to walk in our liberty. He don't want you and I to walk in our freedom. You can have freedom, but experience freedom. Like you have the cell phone, but never use the cell phone. You have freedom. Christ is our liberty, but not experience him. It's an act of your will. It's an act of your will. So in closing today, let me see if i got anybody else on chat before I ask a question. I have some prayer. 
before I close. I don't want to uh, miss you. Sometimes uh, uh, I can get caught up and don't get everyone. It happened a couple of times before. Now, let me see here. Da, da, da. No, I think that's everybody in chat. Okay. Now I'm getting several individuals, so I'm getting ready to <laughs> close. Okay, let me see here. Uh, no, no, no. I think. Uh, uh, okay, I'm I'm seeing here. Let me see if this person already got me. I just saw this pop up. Uh, did I pray for you already? Seventy six. Do you need prayer? Or have I already prayed for you? I didn't recognize this particular number. You on you you on the air? Seven eight six five eight seven. Yes, you did. Okay, I already got you. Okay, very good. Well, I'm going to pray a general prayer of dismissal. I pray that you got something out of this today. As God began to open up our understanding concerning the workers of darkness and manipulation of darkness. But this is our our, our freedom. I'm telling you something. You're going to be walking a, free, a, a, a time and a season that God is releasing the contender upon every enemy. Enemy is not people, but enemy is those forces that have been manipulating us for years. But you have stood, and because you stood, God is getting ready to honor you. God is promoting you. God is elevating you. God has set an open door before you because of your great love towards him. And so we're getting ready to see God do some things that's going to blow you away. And you've been things you've been struggling with for years. Say, God, how long, how long, how long? You've been waiting and waiting. You have failed, but you got back up and you got back up. But now you're getting ready to experience the victory. You're getting ready to experience the manifestation because now you're in your due season. Now you're in your set time. My daughters uh, went to uh, a youth meeting last night, and they began to share with me the things that was articulated through the youth me- uh, meeting, the same things that the Lord had been speaking to us uh, from October until the 31st. Uh, uh, wealth transferred. They heard that last night. Uh, they talk- heard about open doors. Uh, uh, just so many confirmation that God has been speaking through us, uh, that God was speaking through the youth pastor uh, uh, of this church that they went to on last night. And so and they were just so excited about it. And, uh, and, and I was excited because they were excited. And that blessed me to see my daughters on fire for God and excited about the things of the Spirit of God. Now, Father, as we prepare to depart from this land, but yet not from your presence, we thank you, Lord God, for uh, this radio audience, O oh God, and those that will be coming back, O oh God, and tapped into the archives. We speak right now in the name of the Lord Jesus and open heaven over their lives. Even now, in the name of Jesus, we release God himself, the contender against every work of darkness, O oh God, every illegal act of darkness. We release not only the Father, but Lord God, we're living in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. We release the Lord Jesus Christ. We release the resurrection authority, the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ to prevail over every illegal act of darkness. It was Jesus who conquered Satan on Calvary's cross over 2,000 years ago. It was Jesus who dismantled principalities and powers and made a show of them opening, triumphing over them in it. It was Jesus, Lord God, that ascended and now sits at the right hand of the Father forever making intercession, O God, for us. And we thank and we praise you for the increase of the momentum of the manifestation and the demonstration of your kingdom in the spirit, in the soul, in the hearts, in the mind and the bodies and the relationships of your sons and daughters. We command right now the creation of God to be liberated and to transfer into the hands of 
of God's people, even now in Jesus' name. I speak, decree, and I declare open doors for businesses. I speak, decree, and declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, increase um, of businesses in Jesus' mighty name, the increase of revenue, the increase of clientele to businesses in Jesus' mighty name. I speak, decree, and declare, O God, supernatural transfer in the wealth. I speak, decree, and declare, O God, supernatural debt cancellations in Jesus' mighty name. I speak, decree, and I declare Supernatural cancellation, O oh God, of foreclosures in Jesus' mighty name. Supernatural, O oh God, entering into computer systems, file systems, O oh God, and bringing about an alteration and bringing those computer systems and foul systems, O oh God, subject to the kingdom of God, subject to the kingdom of God, and subject to the blood of the Lamb, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I release right now the spirit of restoration and reconciliation and harmony and favor with the Most High God in the lives of your sons and daughters. I decree and I declare right now our alignment with every marriage in Jesus' mighty name. Harmony in every marriage, love in every marriage. I release heaven in every marriage. Heaven in every home, in Jesus' mighty name. I speak it. I release heaven in every church of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak and pronounce the blessings of God to overtake every spiritual leader in the body of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, God, we thank you, we praise, we worship, we magnify you for the awesome move of the Spirit of God in 2013. And we speak, O oh God. And we decree and declare the increase of the momentum of the kingdom of God in January to December. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree and declare blessings is overtaking your people on the right hand and the left hand. I thank and I pray for the increase of the momentum, O oh God, of the manifestation, demonstration of the supernatural in your people's lives. It is done today. It is settled today. It is sealed today. In Jesus' name. Well, this has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with the Master Key. We pray that the Lord God has spoke some things to you today that was a blessing to you. And I pray that you were taken, you were run with it, and you will receive it. And not only receive what the Lord said, believe what the Lord said, and you will experience the manifestation starting today in an end by, the, uh, <clears throat> end by three days from now. But starting today, expect God. Just walk in the spirit of expectancy. Watch what he do. Watch what he do. And give him glory, if you will. Give him honor and give him praise for the things that he has spoken and the things that he's doing in your life at this present time. Once again, don't forget to join us on the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday prayer line. Uh, you can go back over this uh, recording. Uh, not so much recording. Go back over the, what the Lord spoke today. We have the information there, 712-43-3900. That is the prayer uh, uh, line. And the code is 287381-pound, 287381-pound. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank God for you. Once again, it was a pleasure serving you. This has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie with the Master Key. God bless you. Let the rest of your day be blessed and your church service tomorrow. Let it be dynamite and fill of the presence, fill of the presence and the glory of God. In Jesus' name, God bless you.